Welcome to No Gods, No Master Volumes. I'm Simon, I'm a record producer, musician, and I make pedal demos as Tunnel of Reverb. And I'm Guion, I run Holy Island Audio, a one-man effects pedal operation from Wales. In this episode, we talk to Chris of German pedal and amp company, Jupiter FX. You may know Jupiter FX from their pedals like Kaleidoscope, Silver Machine, and Jive. We talk to Chris about where he started out with electronics, how he scaled the business for growth, and we dive into the development of the Titan amplifier. Listen until the end to find out why he's shadow banned on Facebook. If we start right at the beginning, uh, so like, how did you get into building effects pedals and sort of how did Jupiter effects come into existence? Well, um, I'm building on hi-fi or in general, uh, guitar electronic, music electronics for mm-hmm. my, my whole life. My first guitar was a red one, so I painted it black and ripped everything out. So I have to learn how to uh, make wires together and solder. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I understand how to add uh, hi-fi boxes to your, uh, to your system. So my uh, whole kid's room was full of garbage electronics that I found <laughs> somewhere and traded uh, yep. for something. I was in a very young age. I was helping in a vinyl store in our hometown. Oh, yeah. And they paid me like ten, five CDs each day for <laughs> cleaning That's because cool. I was so underage that they couldn't give me money, you know? <laughs> That's a very sweet deal, especially if you're younger. Yeah. yeah. Of course, because my, my, I don't know, um, like the money you, your parents uh, give to kids was not enough for CDs, you know? Yeah. And um, I was like vacuuming in um, the store and like putting everything to a, a medical order. And then I could uh, like get like five used CDs each day and was, was the first 14 year old kid with a hooch. Uh, collection of cds <laughs> and they were just like this idiot cleans our, our stuff for like nothing yeah <laughs> oh, i need i need to get a kid to come in and clean my house and i'll just pay him in cds that'd be the, the ultimate <laughs> dream yeah. i don't think this works in, in no. nowadays but no nice try yeah but they also um it was like a used musical equipment shop also and they had like oh awesome um Old, old hi-fi, old uh, guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll, yeah, I understand that you need gear to make music and everything comes together. I learned there, um, before they sold, uh, bought something, you ha- they had to clean it and take it apart mm-hmm. and make it nice. That, that's where I learned all this stuff, oh, basically. Cool. The basic stuff. So, so when did that develop into the brand? Uh, uh, eight years ago, I decided to not go to normal jobs anymore because I was frustrated. I was like 10 years of doing shitty jobs and, uh, I had a bad day at work and everyone was screaming at me because I did basic stuff wrong because I didn't care. And then I told my girlfriend, I want to leave. And she was like, okay, if you, um, leave but from from now on it's like official you go to the city and get your papers done and everything Mm -hmm. i was like okay i'm ready let's do this and 
it was a half year, one year before I had Jupiter Fix, but um, it wasn't official. Okay. But then this this was the point where I started that, and yeah, but basically I was like on guitars and electronics my whole life. I was the electronic kid in school. And you've uh, been fucking years ever since. Is that the uh, <laughs> consensus? Yeah. If you yeah. if you're like thirty and uh, seeing like um, Life and Loud from Nirvana, and he mm-hmm. destroys guitars, and yeah. I was like, okay, this is my life. I want to do that. Yeah. It just shifts your perspective seeing stuff like that as yeah. a teenager as well. It's such a big impact. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. So, what would have been the first official sort of Jupiter release then? Oh, it was the Schwerkraft fast, like the gravity fast, but Kraft. Kraft is uh, the the force in German, but Kraft okay. with a C instead of K, so it's like witchcraft. Okay, and sure, uh. schwer, schwer is heavy, like the heavy craft, but it's also That's gravity cool. in German. Oh, awesome! I, I like complicated. I like complicated things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you must have a few a few bits get lost in translation, uh, sort of. Because I, I assume German German's your first language, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. But we learn like <laughs> yeah. English in, in 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 the first school years, yeah. And um, I like to play with that style and play with words because German is is a cool language. It always sounds angry, and for rock music, <laughs> <laughs> it's like perfect, cool. It's perfect. You just oh, yeah, have to that. talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially for like mm. anything in that. That punk sphere does to sound good shouted. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned sort of customizing guitars earlier, sort of painting a guitar black, but yeah. I, I feel like yeah. through the years you've had a few sort of distinct uh, guitars that I've seen through Instagram and social media where you can kind of see that it's your guitar without having to ever be told. Is that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, is that? Do you reckon you'd ever go down that that route with Jupiter Effects producing guitars? Um, no, I'm too stupid to make guitars because guitars <laughs> is not just like a te- technical thing. Guitars are yeah. a, a confidence thing, and um, I would also say I, I'm Team Tonewood, and um, Tonewood resonates different in fingers, not not sound wise, but it, the mm-hmm. attack is different, the sustain is different, and whatever. And um, I'm too stupid to understand connections between words and everything. So I'm not just like get a 200 euro guitar, and put an EMG in it, and call it a day. <laughs> you know, yeah. guitars has have magical parts, and um, I have multiple Mosrites with the same parts, and they're also different. Yeah, because that's cool. whatever. Yeah, because I don't know because different paint colors. It's the I magic of guitars, <laughs> those <isn't it>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's one millimeter um, on the bridge pickup to left or right, and it's it's mm. a whole different thing. Yeah, it's a bit of a dark yeah. art, really. Uh, the yeah, whole, yeah, the whole process is, especially when we've talked with uh, aluminium builders and other stuff like that. I just like the engineering mm. level of it is crazy. Also, I have two of my best friends building guitars already, so I don't have to do it. Oh, your car oh. at all? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's Codex Audio from Hamburg, Ben. Oh, yeah. Oh, Barclay, yeah. Barclay Guitars. So I mm. don't have to do that. Oh, yeah. Both of those are awesome. The the Codex stuff, that body shape is really satisfing. Uh, nicely yeah. pointy it's, and it's, curvy. Yes. 
it's vintage, but not too much. It's modern, but not too much. It's mm. like the perfect metal. And from both companies, I have uh, number zero in my oh, awesome. in my collection. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I played I played for years like big jazz masters, and then mm-hmm. on I did a summer model T shootout with a Les Paul. A friend gave yeah. me, and it was like one of those really good ones because he had a vintage rental gear shop, and it was okay. like, okay, I never play jazz masters again. <laughs> but jazz jazz masters have something like the the percussive and noisy part, but they yeah. like have no bass bass at all. And the Les Paul was like, I'm two meters tall, so if mm. I play a Les Paul, it's like looking like a violin on, on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, with two guitar builders next to me and people like winding pickups for me and having all the contacts, what dream guitar can we build? And I was like, okay, Kurt Cobain had a, had a, had a um, boss ride, but let's mm-hmm. change this, this and that, make it heavier and basically t- take everything from a Les Paul, like the big Mahagoni buddy and get like the jazz master parts that makes all the noise mm-hmm. like the bridge and whatever yeah and then then we built the moss rides and i don't play all the guitars anymore also oh, they're awesome. like super, super heavy because we use the heaviest parts because i'm tall i don't care what the <laughs> guitars. but if like who's, who not, was building not, those those guitars then uh dirk from barclay guitars oh cool okay yeah oh, and awesome. if like if like regular sized people um, get my guitar, it's like yeah. Molnir, like like Toss Hammer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making yeah. everyone look like they've shrunk. I get that too. When people play my guitars at the studio, they always have to completely change the straps and everything because it's just, mm. I play them quite low as well. Yeah, as well, um, yeah. So many people play like high, small guitars and I'm like low, heavy, mm. yeah. <laughs> cumbersome yeah. guitars. <laughs> I also mm-hmm. never understand why people play comfortable while sitting, you know, because I don't, in a practice room or a life, I don't sit. So why practicing oh, yeah. sitting? True. It's like totally, good, totally weird for me. Mm. I remember reading that on like a, a guitar forum when I was a teenager, like trying to get better and like reading, like never practice sitting down because you'll never play a show <laughs> sitting down. And <laughs> at the time I was like, oh my God, yeah, yeah that is the way. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting having your guitar on you and like mm-hmm. walking around and playing and practicing. Yeah. Do you what? Could you tell us more about the jive pedal? I was reading about that this morning, and it's interesting how it's based off the, or it's inspired by the reel-to-reel tape machine. Could you tell us a bit about the development of that pedal? Uh, inspired is a good quote because um, it's very unrealistic to get a full tape machine into a panel. And um, we use a circuitry that is very alike, but of course, a basic part of that. And Mm. it's basically doing the same kind of thing to the signal. Interesting. And what what is it about that machine that, that you liked and that you wanted to capture? First of all, it's cool. And I have a very personal thing to it because when I moved back to my hometown in Lenshafen, I was, um, we have like a service in Germany where once a year you can call the garbage 
people and they take just everything you want to get rid of. And you yeah. just, yeah, yeah. And basically you um, put everything on the street for next morning. They get it. Mm. And when you, this always happens on Wednesdays. Yeah. If you um, go like outside on a day before, it's like treasure shopping, oh like God, shopping yeah. for, z yeah, for yeah, zero yeah. because you get, oh, I need a new couch. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, you must and, find some amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I found exactly this thing in a box with like old 50s recording from an English or British, I don't know, radio mm -hmm. station. Like the whole thing it was a whole history. And uh, yeah, I love that thing. And of course, you record drums and guitars with an old tape machine. Mm. Done the the input uh, gains. You get an awesome distortion mm. sound, which which transistors do basically the same. And we are now with like the eighth eighth <laughs> version of the Jive. Oh, okay, yeah. With with it's the ninth, yeah, 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 with the ninth. <laughs> I can't speak that. Uh, in in coming. Well, that's cool. It's our most mm. our most selling panel. We built like fifty. Them a week. Wow. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's it's a very like attractive concept, I think, especially because it's a specific, interesting reel-to-reel -reel machine. You're not. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, oh, it sounds like a tape machine. It's like, no, it was inspired by this specific machine. Yeah, I listen back and forth, and then I do the filter thing to, uh, yeah, make it sound alike. It's not, yeah, it's not the same of course because it's impossible because of like oh, trans sure. transformers yeah. and whatever but it's very alike i guess it's like capturing like the magic you were talking about earlier like especially mm -hmm. with older equipment there's something about uh stuff that you just get given like i got given an amp the other day and it's um the smell alone yeah the smell yeah yeah it's uh, yeah it's it's, uh, no, it sounds weird but that is that's definitely an aspect of it like this you know yeah, that course. it's got the history it's uh makes you oh sort of approach using that equipment uh in a, in a different way almost it's like it's, it's difficult to put into words but it's quite an interesting concept mojo. to try and pedalize yeah, yeah i guess it is mojo yeah. isn't it yeah and you can't you can't uh underestimate how great a simple pedal is you know two knobs couple switches on off it's just you can turn it on anyone can get a sound from it it's quite funny that like I assume, did you say that that was your best selling pedal? Because it's like your brand is sort of, um, you've, you've really uh, sort of developed a brand that's known for like, you know, chaotic, noisy, weird stuff. It's funny <laughs> that it's like the yeah. most sort of I know. classic and sounding gets, thing. I know, and it gets me very mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess that's a reflection of just the gear community. Then this guitarists are just obsessed with yeah, classic sound. But it's both. It's like um, the first thing to get into Jupiter pedals because there are crazy options on this pedal. Yeah. So, and I guess you can yeah. still blow things out with all those clipping diodes engaged as well. No, yeah. And the newer version that we're working on right now is even louder. Oh, well, I, I noticed that you, <laughs> you've recently um, sort of been overhauling the graphics for everything, haven't you? Uh, is that because you've been updating the circuitry as well, or do you just fancy a, yeah. uh, yeah. a full? Oh, also, you have been. Yeah, it's also eight years old, 
And normally companies do like developing uh, new stuff and get rid of the old ones, but they work so good. And I just add features and do a new design, special editions, whatever. If I like develop now a new delay, the old family gets don't use it anymore. It's like a waste of creativity. So we mm. add new parts, get rid of old parts that might not be that good. Mm-hmm. and add new features i i think it's quite nice that um especially when builders well, I, I don't know if other people feel the same because people tend to gravitate towards old versions of things for whatever reason but i think yeah. it's nice that it can be a you know a developing a, a, a mm. circuit it doesn't have to necessarily stay the same if the builders found better ways to do it because mm. uh I, I well i've i had your kaleidoscope pedal on my board for a long time uh but i yeah, realized no. that that's sort of uh been or at least that version has been retired for the time being right are you Mm. is is it is that coming back are you can you unveil any sort of updates prototype in my workshop but i didn't test it yet but it has way more modulation and way more reverb but it don't use an fv1 chip like others because i hate that oh cool and it done, doesn't use a belt and brick anymore. Oh, that's interesting. So is, that your, is that your first sort of dip into that digital coding side of things? No, I'm too stupid to do that also. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do things for, for a trend. Expect mm. it, um, also, if I don't understand that, I do just wrong things. So why, why even try? Fair you enough. Know? Yeah. I mean, if yeah, you know I'm, if you know what works for you, then yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm very very good at like two or three things, and that's mm-hmm. enough. Most people or companies yeah. like do wrong things that might get them into trouble. You 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 know all this that stories, but if you just yeah. stick to the the three things you know, then you're good. Then you're you done. can be confident in it. The first versions of our pedals didn't have um, a master volume like okay. a regular yeah. one. The the ground part was missing, so it don't get to zero. It was like fifty uh, percent okay. to hundred. You know, yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Why make it, why be able to make a pedal quieter than, than the bypass signal? I never understand that, but I did it for other people because dealers sent me their pedals back and asked me if I'm stupid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, can I bet? But, but, but that's how they <laughs> yeah. supposed to work. And I know, but I don't, can't sell them. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty funny. It's like, well, yeah. they work perfectly. Well, we want you to change it. Wow, I don't believe yeah. in that. <laughs> and, and right now we are in a situation where also not just like weird noise guys order our stuff. So I have to do like write the knob functions on the pedals. Like mm-hmm. very, I, I'm a sellout now, you know, I have to write <laughs> manuals. Yeah, that was our next question. Why have you sold out? <laughs> yeah, money. Money doesn't. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, does, yeah. <laughs> can well, print it so i have to work for it mm-hmm. the more the more knobs you add as well sometimes it gets to the point where it's like okay there's like eight knobs on this pedal maybe i should help them a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah i like i like that you just like put something 
on 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 your pedal board and let, like figure it a bit out and get like mm -hmm. the magic thing mm -hmm. out of the pedal that no one yep. understands. So you have a custom unique tone for yourself because mm -hmm. basically every musician wants to have the same because it works, but they also want sound unique and that's yeah. not happening. Not everybody yeah. can sound like Slash, you know, but a tube screen by the Marshall is a good idea always, yeah. you know? True. I mean, as well, it's, if, if you don't know what that knob is doing that you're twisting, but you know, you're, you're adjusting it to the way that you like the way it sounds. You definitely, it's, we've spoken about this on the podcast before where people have used unusual, uh, you know, naming, using odd names for knobs, but it makes more sense to use that name than it would be a conventional one. I think even mm. not labeling them makes things, well, it's, it's the mystery, isn't it? It's that magic mojo yeah. we talked about earlier again. We don't quite it's know what's a bit going dangerous, on. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bit like Mad Max, you know, driving <laughs> yeah, in yeah. one of those cars. I don't think they labeled their car. Not. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the first signs of the apocalypse is everyone stops labeling everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we built a, a harpoon on the top, so we labeled the knobs for the harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go shooting yourself accidentally with a harpoon. Yeah. Um, well, we noticed as well that you'd um, recent. Well, I guess it isn't that recent anymore, but you shrunk down the big old silver machine down to a quote unquote pedal board friendly. I guess people are using, they're not using big enough pedal boards, but do you feel, do you feel like that sort of, is that something that's happening more as your uh, business is growing then? So you're having to appeal to sort of, like you're saying, not just the weirdo noise people anymore. As it gets bigger, you kind of have to. No, there are two simple reasons. Um, mm -hmm. But before that, I have to explain if I get mails from like, please shrunk the silver machine. I just don't <laughs> care. Yeah. You know? That's fair. It, yeah. I, I, you have I to be like that, care. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I do just what I want and this style of keeping that makes the brand unique yeah you know yeah. I, I will never build a tube screamer just because i could because every other company already doing that so mm -hmm. might just buy a different one and paint it black if you want you know um yeah. the reason for that was um the EU and uh, we get the, the um, cases for the big civil machine out of UK yeah. and oh, uh, UK people uh, thought it would be a good idea to um, get the wrong president so yeah. um, not, not, not well there wasn't us by the way honest yeah not me oh, <laughs> not pointing fingers but, <laughs> but it's not complicated to ship things <laughs> well it is now the, I mean thanks German, yeah, the German customs are like the most accurate people on this planet. <laughs> oh, I know. I've yeah, <laughs> I've heard horror <laughs> stories of people having pedals destroyed in the uh, you know going no, down to the customs office. It's brutal. Okay, yeah, German customs need very long for everything. And if if they mm. read something, they have to just like an hour for a name or for a street address or whatever. Mm. Emails for like they can't read the the handwriting or whatever. So that's difficult. And also um, back then it was Corona times and DHL was not like the positive performing as mm -hmm. always. 
Now they're really, really good. Like um, a package from Germany to USA is like five days. Oh, know? cool. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, they learned and they do now very good. We have to mm. be honest here. And yeah, yeah. Um, in Corona times, it was like, okay, can I handle out to the door? Even that wasn't working. And then mm -hmm. the company itself was like, oh, Every time overwhelmed when I say, okay, I have to get like 200 cases. Is that cool for you? I have to ask. And I was like, okay, we are now getting like this big. I can't yeah. ask people if, if I can buy something for materials for orders. Yeah. And it was the only time I just listened to the customers and then <laughs> like, okay, let's yeah. do, let, let's do a silver machine because also my, designer was like totally in for a new design oh that's cool yeah, yeah. so, that so it all worked out your your band shares its name with one of your pedals with the wallow fuzz um mm. could you tell us a bit more about the band because i mean i've seen snippets of of things online but um yeah. what, what's going on with that currently Oh, that's a difficult topic because uh, we want okay. to get the full album out a year ago but we now decided to get um, different ways with our singer, but our now backing vocals singer and drummer, Falco, my girlfriend, um, yep. is now full singing. And we got a very heavy drummer that is also winding pickups in our company. Oh, cool. Dirk. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is playing drums. And uh, we have eight songs left that are still going strong, but we have to change the vocal melodies okay, and re-record yeah. uh, re everything. And uh, it was a step back, basically, mm -hmm. but a good step forward. So, you know. That's cool. Yeah, that, I mean, that happens, doesn't it? Is the, pedal, how, is the pedal connected to the band by more than name? Like, did you design that for the band? Or do they just share the name? Um, Felix, our bassist, is playing. He's obsessed with the Wallow. I'm also obsessed with like Hope and Big Mouse, of course, because big Smashing Pumpkins mm -hmm. fan here. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. for for live and practice room, I just use the Titan with the Catastrophe. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, I know it's weird when I said that, but sometimes you can't do just like everything with pedals mm -hmm. and the guitar doesn't work with like low tunings caveman riffs big mouth yeah. and he heavy amp and at some points it's not doing it physically because mm -hmm. the speakers can just move that fast and if you put like just volume and bass and reverb in it they don't have trends trends i can't explain it in english mm. but the speakers don't know where where signals start or end it's just like yeah and, and your ears will won't translate that to your brain so yeah. sometimes i guess it's yeah, just it's mud sometimes it's just yeah sometimes it's just a tube screamer and the marshal the thing even if you do mm. last walk i don't like, like uh, reverb at all through guitar speakers i just like a post recording so mm -hmm. on the re recordings i use the wallow a lot but not live but felix is doing yeah. that and twice the, the same sound doesn't work also live so yeah that can be a problem yeah if you want to kind of spread it out a bit so i didn't realize it was a full house band sort of deal yeah till is yeah. uh making haven pickups for barclay barclay guitars 
Bauke, ah, cool. Bauke, my girlfriend, was working for me, but now she's yeah. an, a tattoo artist like three, two years ago. Oh, cool. And having the shop next to me, by the way. And Felix That's is working for me. They doing um, placing the uh, circuit boards into pedals. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear more about the Titan amp, like because you've been developing that for a while, right? Yeah. Let's let's speak about the Titan. Yeah. Uh, tell us tell us about the inspiration. Um, I was building the Olmark. And yeah. the builder for the OMA that I employed for the building of the OMA mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to a different comp- company now. Oh. I will um, do the last orders, of course, but I yeah. won't be able to get new ones because they offered me a full-time job with payment and everything. I'm still mm-hmm. a small sh- shop, even yeah. one of the biggest brands in uh, say Europe, but in Germany, of course. Yeah. But um, it's not like that we are like having 20 people in our ship, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so he was going. And then Jens Zander uh, wrote us an email. And he's like modding marshals for like 13 years. Like 51 oh, cool. now. Like yeah. the whole thing. And um, he was getting me, me one of the, his um, amps, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Channel three, that's it. But a bit more gain and a bit more this and that. And then the power of the 400 watts high watt that we have in shock. Mm-hmm. It was like, are you crazy? <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to use that. It was, okay, you need to understand that there is a certain group of people that is using fast pedals, downtune guitars, and delay pedals at the same time. And um, they want to move air. And yeah. he was like, don't believe that. So we <laughs> took, took everything uh, apart from amps. I was like, okay, this plexi has the right voicing, but this amp has the right amount of gain. And okay, this amp yeah. has the power. And this amp does this cool thing if I roll back the volume. Mm-hmm. This, this, this amp sounds bad with pedals, but this one sounds perfectly with pedals. So we get all the positive things mm-hmm. and put it in one amp. And then we added 250 watts. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's so, allowed. Boy. Yeah. And I'm super proud of it that it's not a clone of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Normally it's like, oh, what's based on? Yes, yeah, the JCM. I cannot. I just say that because <laughs> people know a mark where it sounds like. Yeah, that's cool. Is Has there been a sort of, uh, the, has the reception been different to releasing an amp in, you know, it's, it's slightly different to putting pedals out. Has it been a bit more, um, has it been a sort of a positive of people welcomed it in or is it kind of a difficult shift to go from pedals oh, into that it's, world? Uh, um, I, it's a strategy, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not the pedal builder anymore, you know, and yeah. in a different market also. Mm-hmm. And people see and hear that and they're now, okay, those guys are like, not just like on paper, like nuts. They're like nuts and like actually <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, if you can show off that you can, to be honest, if you can show off those kind of things, you get mm-hmm. like people to see what you're able to do. Mm-hmm. Hard to, don't, don't, don't quote me on that because it's like, 
difficult to me to translate that in, in, in yeah, English, sure. but with an, with an super heavy amp, it's like more impressive for the whole brand. You know? Yeah. I try to mm -hmm. say it's show. Yeah. Off. It's yeah. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're putting on yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. see what we can do. It's a do. performance at the end of the day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. And the whole, the whole industry is like a show off thing. Guitar music is like showing off and we build tools for exactly that. Yeah. You yeah. want to look cool. Like that's, it's true at the end of the day. People want to feel yeah. and look cool on yeah. the stage. It sounds stupid and it feels stupid to, say yes to that but basically it's 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 that yeah and if you sound good at the same time it's like perfect yeah you want yeah no bonus. Times better. <laughs> yeah no i i yeah. i think it's true and um i thought it was interesting that there's an attenuator built into the amp as well is that, is that right not really it's um attenuation, like a option um attenuation um soaks in power like mm -hmm. a sponge and um we do a lowering voltage okay, uh, okay. thing um and why we do yeah. that is because if you you don't get 250 watts into saturation mm -hmm. power stage saturation you don't want that here and if yeah. i do like on 15 watts you will get that with mm -hmm. a 15 watt amp but we don't mm -hmm. we, we want to keep the big heavy sound of it never it never distorts the power stage. So we okay. lower points uh, early on the circuit. So it feels like 15 watts, but the power amp is still running on full headroom. But it's okay. still, yeah, so the headroom yeah. is still there, but the power output is 15 volts. Okay, that's interesting. interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. I <laughs> can't say more because it's very unique in, in like the way we do but yeah i can i can uh i can um i have like um our amp designer that would like 30 years of experience behind that i can mm -hmm. enjoy that i team well i mean yeah you want to utilize that experience uh, yeah 30 years is gonna you're gonna learn something <laughs> i yeah. think that's such a cool feature of the amp as well because like you know, for if you're going between studio and practice space and uh, yeah. a gig, you know, you like it yeah. having the option to change that without needing some box to put on top or that something that might kill your tubes. It's a uh, it's a cool feature. Yeah. Also, if you want some and some recordings, small speaker and small cabinets, I sound way better than a full. Oh speaker. yeah. Mm. Normally, you could like um, lower the the volume of the amp. But mm -hmm. speaker need like eighty percent of of the same, yeah, um, output to sound like really good. Like if you mm -hmm. use a four hundred watt speaker, like all the Doom guys do, they mostly yeah. sound boring you know, yeah. because the speaker don't work. And you have to do. That's why I like like selections like seventy watt speaker, but because they they sound more like push to the limits and they move way more air than mm. the Eminence Beta or whatever Doom speakers. No, that's that why bands we like Sun, yeah, that's why bands like Sun O or Sun yeah. or whatever don't use like those heavy, you know, the heavy Doom brandish swamp things because they just use green bags. The yeah. most the speaker with the with the least bass at all, you know. But they just yeah. 
lose like 50 of them. <laughs> that's, that's how they get this down. But that's also to keep the secret. You won't get that kind of sound with like pedals. Doesn't matter. Oh, no. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, matter at all. Volume. Mm. It's just volume. Volume yeah. is the most underrated thing in the whole in industry. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I think, uh, hence, the, hence the podcast title. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think a lot of people yeah. are restricted. You know, it's, it's, it can be hard to find a space to really crank a 200 watt amp. I think some people are yeah. restricted, but. Uh, 250 watts, Simon. Sorry, 250. <laughs> 250 is not peak. It's oh, okay. Sinos. Yeah. So it's, it, it's clean at 250. We didn't speak about the started. Uh, okay. Okay. You can get the power stage into saturation, but mm. nobody's going to be able to do that. <laughs> it's a challenge. Yeah. It's, it's, it wouldn't sound also that good. Don't need to yeah. do that. It's loud <laughs> enough. It's loud enough. But it's not the volume we did, we uh, booked the app. It's the whole of that end. So you can like tune to G or whatever. Yeah. There's a big trust. But normally you read about like dial in some more mids or less gain at recordings. But with that app, you, you can just like do the full uh, teenager thing and <laughs> all the gains, all the delays, all the days. <laughs> Dime mm. everything. Basically. And yeah, perfect. What's, what's coming next for Jupiter? Is there anything you want to uh, plug? Maybe. Um, we do uh, the new Kaleidoscope Ultra now. Yep. And then, so that, that's a for pre-order, is it? Yeah. And then I yep. want to restock a half a year so we can employ someone new and like making our waiting times from like one month to one week again. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on um, structures, not just on releases. If you if you have good idea and put them out, but no one is knowing you, it's a waste of energy. True. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to get the things that you know they and they work great without effort. Mm -hmm. And it's more important to get work here done than in doing new pedals every two months. That, what that makes sense. Yeah. Something most new brands don't do. Mm -hmm. so new brands don't put like 10 titles out. Just keep sure that the three products you have, that they just like build fast, build good, build heavy, duty, mm -hmm. and just get them around the world. It's way more important than have like 10 cool titles. And make them mm -hmm. available so people can actually buy them when they see them. Yeah. I think two, two weeks for a handmade panel or custom-made panel or for like people that are not Amazon or Toman it's like totally yeah. fine but like wait, waiting a half a year for a not pre-order panel like, like oh, if you yeah. listed like okay it's in development then it's a whole mm -hmm. different thing of course because the customer names but I read so much horror stories online yeah. and to be honest three years ago I was there too because I was struggling like the bread is getting bigger and bigger and I get yeah. more orders and more orders and don't have someone working full-time for me. Mm -hmm. And now I have that completely do like 60 pedals a week, you know? Yeah. I, I, just, I, I, I don't build anymore. I just do the online thing and planning mm -hmm. and bookkeeping and then I mm. play guitar while testing all the products. That's scaling. Yeah. Yeah. Scaling companies like that is 
you know, yeah. it's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I learned that. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's awesome. it's a difficult skill to learn as well, though, isn't it? Because it's so sort of specific to to a brand and uh, to, what, to what it is that you're doing. Mm. Yeah, the market language is, but still the same. If you like, uh, if, if it's food or a food market or whatever, but it's still the mm-hmm. same. Customer customer want everything good, fast, yeah. and cheap. But mostly, as you might know from stuff from the internet, you can get just two. Yeah. And you have to handle yeah. that from from end that cost four thousand euros. You get the whole thing, but it won't be available in the next week. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to wait in line because someone in our hometown is sitting there and building everything as perfect as it can. And yeah. even if it's ready, it's still standing there for like one week, just playing and like okay, but this part has a bit of tolerance. It has to change a bit. So it's like perfect, perfect. And then when it's ready, I have to say it's ready. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It goes through so, all the quality control. Yeah. Yeah. And not not even that. Like multiple people have to tell it's perfect. And then it's like mm. really perfect. That's what you get if you pay four thousand euros in a German panel builder scene, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It's not just like a panel that is like very basic in circuitry. Like Whole different thing. Mm. Well, this feels like a, a good place to wrap up. This has been really interesting. Thanks for chatting to us. Mm. Um, yeah, where, where can people best keep up to date with you? How can people find you? Instagram, social media, the whole package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid Facebook because I was shadow banned on Facebook. And now okay. I get just like, if I post something, I get like three likes. So don't yeah. do mm-hmm. that part anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, there was a local racist band, and I was like uh, being not nice to them. Okay, yeah. yeah, I had the same thing on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got shadow banned on there. Yeah, Facebook has an algorithm for like words, and I was like, mm-hmm. there was um, it was a um, cover band. Yeah, yeah, and and they were like, no, this our original band isn't racist, and I was like, yeah, but read that, and I was like posting a screenshot of old lyrics the band had you know yeah yeah and the ibot thought i was like hey i share my favorite song yeah oh, <laughs> they so, like, you, so they went oh for you. god yeah 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 like oh, hate speech, yeah. you know the, the the yeah the worst thing you can get and i was like no no post pictures of my dog and that was like here people please like that picture so, so i can oh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's not working and i don't do that so yeah. Instagram, Instagram is good, but also just write me a mail. <laughs> Amazing! Oh, thank you so much, Chris. Really appreciate Chris. you coming on. Always. Yeah.